Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I just received some exciting news. I got an opportunity that I just was tickled about, and I had to share it with you guys. Y'all know y'all are on this journey, this day by day, and as a new door opens, not only, you know, is the podcast a place where, you know, I can share that out, but it can also give you some thoughts to consider and ways that you could start possibly reaching out and connecting with people, and then some tips on maybe how to do that. And as y'all know, I'm best on the fly because these are not scripted at all, and I'm driving down the road. If you would think that I could multitask like that and be able to drive on this big road like that, y'all know the deal. (laughs) So what ends up happening with me a lot of times on the podcast is that I will just talk with you guys, and I'm praying in the Spirit for the Lord to provide me the words to say that could be an encouragement or to, to give us wisdom in how we're working our life. And then I'll come across this really great thought and it's like, oh, that's a good one. Oh, I better write that down. And oh, now it's time for me to challenge myself to go to the next step. So I just want to let y'all know that I love how I fall into these challenges. Um, And so here's a challenge before us. Now, of course, it can begin with research and modeling, looking at different models. That is a form of research and I take that very seriously. I love to research and not only just read blogs but watch videos and um, listen to others and see how they're working their author career and so I want to tell you like how all of this opportunity started so I love Matt De La Pena Um, I happened to go to an event two years ago to actually hear him speak and he read aloud Um, one of his children's books. Now, I did get one signed for the boys that I had um, purchased myself. I had also purchased some of his YA books, and I had him sign those, and and then my kids pretty much took those and their signed copies. But I can't complain um, because kids are getting books, right? I should have, like, kept those, though. But, um... So when I was actually reading aloud some writing that I wrote in front of a large group of people, he made the comment, wow, I could listen to your voice all day. He's like, do you have a podcast or anything? And back then, no, I did not have a podcast because I didn't actually know what he was talking about because I told y'all I didn't really learn about podcasting until my son told me about Joe Rogan's Um, podcast last year we were talking about different podcasts that he listens to for UFC and MMA and so um, I was like no but I have a YouTube channel he was like I knew it (laughs) 
And that just brightened my whole day. I said, you know, here I am, so held back by my voice and my mind. That gave me a lot of confidence to hear a successful best-selling author, you know, say something like that to me. And I said, you know, one day when it's my chance and I'm in front of a group of people and I get to read an excerpt from my book or I get to read poetry or I get to read something that I've written again, I'm not going to be ashamed by my voice. I'm going to speak clear and loud and do my thing and let myself shine. And I think that that gave me like one of my first boosts of confidence. And I'm just so thankful for the Lord that he was willing to say that and just speak that. And he probably would never in a million, gazillion years ever remember that experience. But that's how powerful speaking life to other people can be. And so now fast forward two years later, and as you guys know, Sweet Potato Jones is coming out. It's coming out in September, and, you know, word's getting out, you know. Um, I've been praying. I've been connecting with the Holy Spirit to allow me to, you know, connect to opportunities and to people. And I received an email asking for my participation in a panel to discuss, you know, how important writing is to me in my life. Which, guys, I could talk for hours and hours on end. Well, they're only giving me an hour and 15 minutes. And I'm on a panel with two other authors. And I am so thrilled. Like, I can't even believe it. I'm, like, in shock. When I read the email today, I took a picture of it to document it, of course. I'm sending it out to my husband. I'm sending it out to my sons. I'm texting them. I'm texting my publicist. And I'm going, look at this. Can you believe this? Look at this opportunity. That's two events already scheduled for this summer. And the first one, uh, my publishing company reached out to me. And I have filled out an application um, to be a speaker. So I'm waiting to find out on that one if I've been approved for that one or not. And now this one, and I'm like, wow, you know, this is June. The next one would be in July. I'm like, thank you, God. Just another opportunity for me to practice, for me to speak from my heart, for me to go to events and mark them down as learning experiences and learning opportunities. And you guys know I'm very attuned to knowing that I'm going to grow in this process. And I cannot wait until September 10th, on the day that Sweet Potato comes out, to to be the you know my first go talking about my writing and and my passion about this craft. I, I can't do that. I, I need more experience. And so building up my resume like that, you know, the Lord is opening up amazing opportunities. I look at that, and people might say you know, what's the panel, you know, how are you going to work this thing? So this is where the research comes in. So I've already um, identified the other two authors that are going to be on the panel. Um, Now, I was able to find one author who had a, a greater social media presence than the other so I'm going to continue to try to research, you know, maybe they're using a pen name, 
um, and I already have their emails because the email was sent out with the other two panelists attached to it as a formal invitation and so I'm going to wait after I do some research so that way I can try to find them on my own through LinkedIn. I've already sent one connect request through LinkedIn for the one that I could find um, and then I'm going to continue to research and see like I said if I can find them on additional platforms when I have the chance. So I'm going to read their work. I've already read a blog uh, written by one and it was completely about gratitude. A great step-by-step um, -step things to consider when you get discouraged. I really loved it. Um, often many things that I practice in my own life and um, after I do the research about who these um, panelists presenters are then I need to switch gears because I need to watch authors on panels and how they work because there is one thing that I do not want to do I do not want to be that one person in the room that is like monopolizing time like taking advantage of the situation not really understanding the nature of panels at a church conference before um, I have seen panel discussions from ministry leaders and these were wonderful women of God who bounced off of one another and just allowed the Holy Spirit to really take over that event and it was truly a blessing to hear from the different perspectives because they all had a little unique twist or flair um, and I understand that that's gonna you know possibly be the case with this panel when I was at Comic-Con the other day, I should have went to a panel discussion. Like, if I would have known last week, <laughs> there I was at Comic-Con, a place that I love to go every year. I hit the Comic-Cons when I can, and they were having an educator day. They gave us free tickets, which was so thoughtful and just rewarding because I actually um, got to go in and walk around with my kids this year instead of sitting out in the lobby and taking pictures of all of the Deadpools dancing with Hello Kitty backpacks. But I could have went to an actual live panel discussion between the creators and the comic book creators and just kind of learned and felt the room, sat in the corner and, and observed. Um, and if I have an opportunity to have another panel discussion before June, I'm definitely going to take advantage of that and research it. But there's so much on YouTube that I can do this with. I can find book events, festival events that record their panelists. I also know another author who has served on a panel, and he served on another panel with best-selling authors and um, was tweeting that out. And I think that I might reach out to him through Twitter and say, hey, you know, I'm about to sit on this panel in a couple of months. Do you have any tips for me? Because I do not want to appear like a panel hog. Like, there's no way I want to do that. I want to be able to at least think about, you know, how much writing means to me and how could I articulate that because it's not like I don't think you can prepare for um, necessarily as just to pray over it and maybe prepare some generalized notes of things that, you know, that are important to me that, that I want to talk about especially 
knowing that my target audience is educators and administrators and support specialists, you know, talking about how influential teachers were in my early development. I think that that's something that I definitely have to do. Um, and I have to talk about Miss Brownie Wethington, uh, Miss Barrington, Miss Altman. And I've got to find Miss Barrington and Miss Altman. Like, it has been on my heart. Like, um, I'm friends on Facebook with Miss Joan Carroll and Miss Brownie. And, you know, they were very um, significant players in my life, in my middle school years, and helping me with my reader writer identity. And then when I got to high school, you know, I had wonderful, two wonderful English teachers, two, two out of four, um, wonderful English teachers that I would really love to connect with um, at this stage now, prior to the book being published, just to be able to thank them and to let them know the news. But um, I know that I could prepare some notes like that because that way when I get up there and if I get nervous, then, um, you know, I would be able to look down at my journal and I'm definitely taking my journal book with me. And the reason why is because if a panelist or uh, is saying something that's like point on and I'm going to forget it, I'm going to say, oh, I'm writing that down and I'm going to show <laughs> how eager I am also to grow in this process. And I will be taking notes up there and sharing them all with you because I don't think it's going to be um, a video recorded um, panel. So another thing to consider is the outfit. And with it being summer, with it being um, around a group of professionals, but it would be in a more relaxed atmosphere, I don't want to dress up too snazzy. Like, I truly don't. And I know that I want to do, like, for my tour events and things like that, I want to I hit, like, a 50s kind of vintage-type look. But, I mean, thinking about the target audience and who's going to be in that room, I'm not necessarily going to go with all of that flair. And maybe it's because these are people that I may see again in the future. You know how you can get bold when you don't necessarily... <laughs> Maybe we'll have an opportunity to see those people again. <laughs> um, but I do want something that is very, you know, it's conservative in style, but it's casual and it's not too dressy, not too flashy. Um, definitely not, you know, like just wearing my jewelry, wearing my author jewelry. Um, I'm definitely going to do that there. That way, if the conversation stems from... Um, you know, oh, I like your your necklace, or what's that Bible verse? Then I'll be able to tell them, oh, this goes right with the book. This is Sweet Potato Jones verse, um, and so that gets you know, and gets me an opportunity to talk about my Etsy shop as as an author. Um, so I know that my jewelry is going to be simplistic like that. And just thinking about like like the style of that, what would that look like? I'm going to be on the lookout for. A new journal because I am addicted to journals and I have journals for everything I think that I need to have a journal specifically for going out for um, my tours and and the events and everything that we're starting to um, schedule 
So that way I can keep all of my information in a certain journal. So that way I know that if I'm doing a podcast with you guys or if I make a blog or something like that, or if I'm going to use it back for my devotional at the end of the year for our author devotional, I'm going to have a place where, oh, this is the, this is the challenge where I can sit and talk with you guys about, you know, panel discussions and how do those work and um, what should we consider while we're doing them. So the more that I'm stepping closer to this event, I will be honest, I'm excited, but I'm also nervous because I'm so introverted. Like, when I'm in front of my students, okay, completely different conversation we can have about this whole thing. You know, like, that's my setting. That's my place. I've got to do the same way in my author world. Like, I've got to build up my confidence, and I want to do it in a way that I know that the Lord will equip me, of course, with what I need, but also to be so authentic that I'm able to connect with readers and audiences so they will know that, you know, my heart is in it. You know, that I might not be the perfect speaker. I might not be the perfect writer. But my heart is in what I do. And I'm going after what I love with a passion and a purpose. So, you know, I really have to pray about it. Because, you know, just as I was receiving the email and and reading the email and sending it all out in celebration... Here goes these little, you know, doubts in my mind trying to surface, and I cannot entertain those. I can't. First, I don't have time for it, and I don't have the energy for it. Like, it's Tuesday. I feel, like, extremely tired today. It's just so much has been going on, and, you know, I don't have time to let any kind of doubts or insecurities take control over my life because that will really take away the joy of everything you know this is what I want right right so be happy be confident pray about it do your research but but keep moving forward and do not stall and so that's my talk to myself and I maybe I'm speaking that to somebody one person out there but I'm not going to let these events intimidate me you know, whether I'm talking to one person like you right now, you know, 100 people, 500 people. You know, I've done a podcast before where I told you, you know, just imagine that when you're even talking to one person, think that you're talking to the 10,000. The 10,000 people, you know, that's on their social media links or, or that'll run across their work or maybe hear them speak, you know, you never know how you can plant seeds all over every time you have a conversation with somebody, and so I know that, and I know that that's powerful, and I know that when I hear authors speak, it's truly motivating to me, not only am I just taking notes, and I'm learning about tips, and and oh, how they share the story, and that was really how the audience responded the most, was through storytelling, you know, you know, yes, I pick up on those things, but it also helps to motivate me 
when I hear about, you know, how many rejection letters somebody received or how long it took them to break into the publishing industry or the struggles that they might have faced because, you know, they did not have uh, the marketing background or the uh, publicity smarts, but they overcame that with seeking out experts or researching and learning, trial and error. Like every time I hear these stories, it really gives me that oomph, like, oh, I can do this, I can do this. And that's why I love our platform on the podcast when we're able to interview authors, allow them to share their stories, because as it's blessing me, I'm hoping that it's blessing you. And so for our third podcast today, yeah, I'm making three. Um, for our third podcast today, we have an author this evening, and we're doing a late night podcast so pray for me that I can go in and kind of get some rest, do some homeschooling earlier. So we are not waiting until 6 o'clock to start homeschooling. So we're going to have frozen pizzas. I know that's not the healthy choice, and that's what I'm going to actually be talking about tonight. But we're going to actually be doing that while um, that's something quick and easy for us tonight. And... Um, going to cook really fast, try to rest a little bit, then do homeschooling, and then about 8.30, begin my prayers um, and my prep with the praying before contacting our next special guest, which I cannot wait for you guys to hear. I've been watching her YouTube. She's just dynamic. Oh, my goodness. And she's so stylish and fancy. Um, and it's just going to be an honor to share uh, her story. So I can't wait for you guys. Uh, I've been reading her book. It's a 52-step uh, guide, so it's not meant to be read all at once. Like some of my other, like the children's authors I've had on, um, the contemporary fiction or um, nonfiction authors that I've had on in the past, you know, I could read them through in one setting. But I did skip ahead just to go through some of the topics, um, and I did read um, a large chunk of the book, but I purposely wanted to continue to experience the book the way that I need to so that I can retain that information like she says, which she's completely right. Um, and so um, we have a new podcast this evening. But I just want to let you know that, you know, looking into panels, getting back to this discussion, looking into panels, how can you become a part of a panel? Could you reach out to author friends that you know? So here's a tip. If you already have a good writing community around you, or you've become friends with someone on social media, and, and they really got your back, and they're really helping to support you, why don't you create a panelist team? And the three of you pitch and work if you're um, centrally located. If you're not, try to do a panelist discussion through a web call. You could do a Google Hangout. You could record it. You could put it up on blogs. But have a panel. There's so many ways that we can connect with technology today. You know, I'm not going to tell you to do Zoom over Google Hangouts, over Skype. Do which one you feel comfortable with doing. Um, I know that when I first met my husband, we were, um, we met online. And so Google Hangouts for us, that's just the platform that we used. I use Zoom for my education. When I got my doctor, my doctorate degree, 
um, I had a Zoom conference every week with my dissertation chair and, um, you know, defend and everything on Zoom. But there are other options that you could do. And you could do a video recording. Think about it. Have a panel. Um, have some of your followers send you in some Q&A um, and say, you know, you're going to set up this panel. What are some great questions that you would like them to discuss? Um, if you don't get a lot of feedback from people, then create a Q&A for, for each one of you to have time to discuss and bounce off with one another. So come up with a, a brainstorm list of topics that you guys could do together and pitch yourself as a panel. Pitch yourself as a panel for an event if you're local. Um, in a panel at a library, a panel at a college. Um, think about ways that you could get into wherever your reader audience is. And um, you never know, it might pay off, especially if you look at creative writing classes in colleges, community colleges. Um, they might would they would love to have a panel possibly come in and speak to their college students about writing. So be creative. So if you have you know if you've ever been on a panel um, and you've got some tips to share, please send them to jenlowrywrites at gmail.com because I'm building my research base as of today forward on this and I have until June to really research this, look at models, look at YouTube panels, um, read about, you know, strategies for being an effective panel participant. So, you know, I'm going to be researching those. So if you would like to share to the podcast listeners, you know, go ahead and send it to me. Not only will it help me, but it'll help everybody else out there. And if you've never been on a panel before, I want you now to go through your author list of contacts. And I want you, I'm challenging you now, to contact an author that you just love and you're getting along with so well. And you say, you know what? Have you ever done a panel before? Would you like to do a video chat panel? Would you like to record it and we can put it up on our sites? Or would you like to see if um, the next event, let's say you're in a writing group, you know, our next event, let's do a panel discussion um, and get some experience working panels. And you can do it with people that you're friends with already. Because now I'm on a panel with two strangers that I will be friends with in the future, I'm praying about. And I will contact with them within a week or so um, to let them know how excited I am when I saw their names on the email. And I'll introduce myself to them and let them know who I am. And hopefully, you know, I'll get some more information back, especially on that one author who I could not find so I'm, I'm sure they're on a pen name here. Um, so I'm just hoping that this can be an encouragement for you to try something new. And do not be intimidated by recording yourself and getting out there and doing a panel session live. Or just do a recording and, and add it up to your YouTube channel. Think about ways that you could do that wherever you have a place where you could do links. Um, if you have a Facebook, you could link it, your Instagram. Um, you could show your video links in your bio and they could go to it. Or you could just say, you know, find us here and send them on a web quest, <laughs> a website quest to look for your um, panel discussion. But just like Facebook launch teams 
and book promotion teams are coming out and saying, you know, they're introducing other authors into that launch. Thinking about doing panels for your blogs or panels for your website, I think it's very smart. And it can help your friends get traffic too. So it's a win-win situation and you can have some experience. So good luck. The challenge is on. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.